Episode 12, Vikings of the Pandemic. Historical notes that are numbered to match each of the 11 episodes. Note 1. Narsaslak, Greenland, Summer 2025. The hunt for an antidote to a pandemic takes place in the far north, a place settled by the Vikings. Note, the Vikings sailed westward to Iceland, Greenland, and Newfoundland at the first millennium. The remains of allied installations left over from World War II are well known to the people of Iceland and Greenland and the memories of the Battle of the North Atlantic are vivid. In 2025, the search for a cure for a devastating pandemic takes place in the subarctic and Arctic lands. When I started doing my research in 2009, I knew that sooner or later the world would be face another pandemic. The most recent book about the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic at the time in 2009 was John Barry's The Great Influenza, the story of the deadliest pandemic in history. Action thrillers such as Contagion 2011 gave me an idea of how modern day health scientists might approach a catastrophic event. The COVID pandemic broke out in 2019-2020 producing a wealth of information for me about the coronavirus, the symptoms, the disease progression, the vaccine, the after effects. Note two, Garter, Greenland, summer of 1204. The Norse expand westward and the Catholic Church along with it. Skralings are encountered in Greenland. Note, the Garter Cathedral came under the auspices of the Archbishopric of Nadaros, present-day Trondheim, Norway. The Norse Empire expanded because of its superiority in shipbuilding and navigation and was at its height during the 13th century. The Catholic Archipelago of Nadaros, including Orkney, Shetland, Faroe, Iceland, and Greenland, and the, most of these outposts had bishops. Father Laras, one of the priests in this episode, chants a song by Hildegard of Bingen, the German Benedict Abbess. The Norse expansion into the North Atlantic coincided with the medieval warming period, 900 to 1200 AD. The historical novel by Jane Smiley called The Greenlanders, 1988, gave me insight into life in medieval Greenland that was settled during this warming period. The Icelandic sagas and the Orkney saga provided vivid descriptions of what life might have been like during the Viking years. This episode introduces two members of the Wark clan, and the Works are central characters in this saga. 
My ancestry includes works whose origins were in Orkney and who immigrated to America in the 1700s. The story gave me an opportunity to imagine their family history. It is not based on fact. Indigenous people called Skraelings by the Vikings are also introduced. The Skraelings in Greenland would be ancestors of the Inuit people who landed there around 1200 AD coming from Alaska. Note 3. Newfoundland 1005. The Wark clan of Orkney and the Fortress Keeper are introduced. Note. Research continues at Lansall Meadows on the northern peninsula of Newfoundland, where, according to the Greenlander saga, Leif Erikson had his base camp. Wood was a scarce commodity in the North Atlantic archipelago. It was reported that Greenlanders sailed regularly to Markland, which was Labrador today, to get wood. When the news got out of plentiful wood in Finland, I imagined that sailors and traders from these islands sailed there, including the works of Orkney. Orkney, I imagine, was a desirable place to live and trade during the medieval warming period because of its warmer temperatures, the availability of agricultural land, and its strategic position within the Norse Empire. According to the Orkney saga, the earls of Orkney were one of the most powerful men in Norway. I imagine that the works held an important position in Orkney society for the translation for the name work is Fortress Keeper. Chavonsay remains the home of the works to this day. Work Point on mainland Orkney overlooks the harbor of Kirkwall and the town. Irish physicians were among the most highly trained in medieval Europe and their medical schools were well known. The traditional healers of Orkney depend upon Irish physicians as sources of knowledge. The major Scottish and Irish clans employed Irish physicians. Medicinal plants used by the indigenous people of the north, the Irish physicians and the traditional healers of Orkney, play a key role in this story. Note 4. Newfoundland 2025. Anna is given a journal written by her great-grandfather, Dr. Robert Work. Note. The scientists are trying to find a natural substance to disable the consumption virus. All man-made medicines have failed and resistance to these medicines is rising. I became intrigued by the power of enzymes to accelerate biochemical change. Enzymes are proteins. And there are as many enzymes as there are metabolic processes. Could an enzyme found in Arctic and subarctic plants and animals become a catalyst that would destroy the new virus? Since I started my research, the mRNA vaccine has been developed to fight the coronavirus. 
using genetic technology, and this has been a miracle of modern medicine. The thesis of my story has been overcome by current events. Exploration, though, continues in the Arctic for medicinal substances. We, don't know, we do not know how, when, or why a new pandemic will emerge. Grenfell Mission, based on, in St. Anthony's, Newfoundland, was founded by Dr. Wilfred Grenfell, whose remarkable work brought health care to the people of Newfoundland and Labrador. His connection with fundraising and medical schools in North America, including Chicago, is factual. Note 5. Orkney Island, 1381. The family amulet with the healing plants is lost. Margaret Work, a nun, carries on the family's healing tradition. Queen Margaret of Norway forms the Kalmar Union and the Catholic Church is split. Note. Henry Sinclair, Earl of Orkney, 1345 to 1400, secured the title of Earl through descent from his maternal line. The myth persists that Henry Sinclair sailed to America. The fact that there was no written historical account of this journal speaks against its veracity, but it makes an exciting story. Originally, Kirkwall was known as Church Bay, where the first church dedicated to St. Olaf was located. Queen Margaret of Norway, Sweden, and Denmark, 1353 to 1412, pursued diplomacy to form the Kalmar Union in 1397. A unified Scandinavia, she believed, could ward off the aggressive Ger German principality of Mecklenburg that sought to take control of Denmark and Sweden and the emerging German Hanseatic League. This union of Norway and Denmark lasted until 1814. Queen Margaret died of the plague in 1412. Europe depleted its freshwater and coastal fisheries by the early 1200s, forcing fishermen further afield to the waters of Orkney and Shetland. In the 15th century, the Dutch dominated the North Atlantic herring trade by building the first seagoing fishing vessel called the Herring Bus. The English took over the fisheries of impoverished Iceland. Europeans began fishing off the Grand Banks, Newfoundland in the 16th century after John Cabot's discovery in 1497. The Western Schism of the Catholic Church, 1378 to 1417, saw two popes, one residing in one Rome and one in Avignon. The Avignon Pope was closely aligned to the French monarch as well as to Scotland, while Scandinavia and England aligned with the Roman Pope. Note 6. Scotland, 1482. Lord Henry Sinclair, Earl of Orkney, is killed at 
the Battle of Flodden Field, September 1513. The work clan strategizes. Note, the Stuart dynasty was the longest lasting monarchy in Scotland and most of Europe. The first king of the Stuart line, Robert II, took the throne in 1370 after King David, the son of Robert the Bruce, Robert I, passed away. The last Stuart monarch was Queen Anne of Great Britain and Ireland, who died in 1707. The early Stuart monarchs, including James III, faced rebellion from powerful lords, including John MacDonald, Lord of the Isles. The lordship had roots in Celtic, Gaelic, and Norse ancestry, and the lords acted independently because of their sea power. The lordship was taken away from the MacDonald clan in 1493 by King James IV. Prince Charles is the current Lord of the Isles. The Battle of Flodden Field, lost by James IV and the Scots in 1513, resulted in the loss of half of Scotland's, Scotland's nobles. The battle was fought on a moor in Northumberland, and it was the largest battle ever fought between the two kingdoms of Scotland and England. By leading his nobles into Northumberland, James IV was honoring the old alliance between Scotland and France. The battle was meant to divert King Henry VIII of England's troops from Europe, where they were fighting the French. In 1263, King Hakon IV of Norway raised over 1,000 ships in order to retain control of northern Scotland and the Hebrides. The huge fleet was assembled in Kirkwall Bay. The Norse outnumbered the Scots, led by King Alexander III, but the ships ran into bad weather. The loss signaled the end of 500 years of Norse Viking rule over northern Scotland and the Isles. In 1266, King Hakon's son, King Magnus, signed a treaty that gave the Hebrides and the Isle of Man to Scotland. Note 7, Newfoundland, 2025. Global warming has enabled the megavirus to emerge. The Arctic and subarctic specimens analyzed by the team might destabilize this virus. Note, in 2009, when I started researching pandemics, I pondered what microorganism could cause a catastrophic event or pandemic. I read about a megavirus, a member of the minivirus family, and that perhaps the world's viruses came from one common ancestor. From these readings, as well as knowing that mutating viruses could be combining with other viruses, I produced the consumption virus. 
I imagine that the consumptive virus emerged from the Arctic because of global warming, but that the Arctic also produced natural antidotes, including the toxin anavicine that was safe for humans and also medicinal plants of the alkaloid environment of Newfoundland's northern peninsula called the limestone barriers. Note 8, Orkney Island, 1942, the North Atlantic War, the Hudson Bay Company, emigration of work clan to North America. Note, the torpedoing of the U.S. Navy Hamilton destroyer during World War II is factual, but it actually took place in the Mediterranean off the coast of Casablanca. My father was the medical officer on that destroyer and was decorated for his bravery in saving fellow crew members. I visited the Hudson Bay Company online archives and confirmed that several works from the Orkney Islands were employed by the company in the 1800s. Their names and where they settled in Canada are registered in the archives. Many of the Scots-Irish who settled in Pennsylvania were Covenanters coming to America via Northern Ireland. Many fought for the future Protestant King of England, William of Orange, in the Battle of the Boyne. They had a great dislike for the British, who imposed many sanctions upon them while they were in Northern Ireland. Notes 9 and 10, Truth versus Fiction. The geographic places in this podcast are factual, and I've tried to accurately describe historical events that take place during this time frame, over a thousand years. Most details are fictional, such as, one, the consumption virus and its antidote, two, the Arctic slug with extraordinary antiviral powers, three, the analysis of core ice samples from the medieval warming period, four, the existence of an ancestral megavirus that gives rise to the consumption virus, five, the healing power of plants from the limestone barrier in Newfoundland, six, the WHO laboratory at Cape Spear, Newfoundland, seven, most of the characters in this saga. Pharmaceutical companies are currently searching the Arctic for medicinal compounds that could combat emerging bacterial and viral infections. Global warming. I imagine for this podcast how ice melt and sediment from the Arctic could be washed into the Atlantic Ocean via the Labrador and Greenland currents, but I've never studied this phenomenon. The Vikings and the Skraelings. Full circle, first contact, Vikings and Skraelings in Newfoundland and Labrador, 2000. 
was a millennial exhibit at the Newfoundland Laboratory Museum. I came across it in 2015 during a visit to Newfoundland and it inspired me to complete this saga. Thank you for listening to my podcast.